Hello, and welcome to the Accountability Coach Podcast, where we discuss proven business success principles related to helping you make more money and work less so you can enjoy having your ideal business and ideal life. And Backrack here. Today, we have a special guest with us who I think you will find to be extremely knowledgeable in helping us save in taxes so we can keep as much as we possibly can to grow our business and maybe even pay ourselves a little bit more. Joel Sandoval, CPA, is a successful entrepreneur and a tax mastermind. He has a passion for helping business owners maximize their profits by reducing their taxes. His firm has clients all over the United States, which he meets with virtually on a regular basis to ensure he's doing everything he can by being proactive. Sandoval Tax CPAs, on an average, save business owners anywhere from $30,000 to $50,000 in taxes every year. Welcome, Joel. We appreciate you joining us. Thanks for having me, Ann. Well, let's get right into how you can help us save some money. Oh, yes, I'm ready for it. All right, cool. What's the number one reason that most small business owners are overpaying in taxes? Uh, that's a great question, and I think that the number one reason that most business owners are overpaying in taxes is usually because they're set up under the wrong entity. So, you know, we come across, you know, many business owners and they're either operating as a sole proprietor, uh, which is usually the case for very small businesses, but even larger businesses or medium-sized businesses that are operating under an LLC sometimes are incorrectly in the wrong entity as well. Sometimes they should be uh, taxed as an S corporation or as a C corporation. And so just that entity election alone, we can usually save business owners at a very minimum $10,000, but We've been able to save clients, you know, even up north of, you know, $100,000 as well. So that's the number one reason that I see and my firm sees why most business owners are overpaying in taxes. Well, it seems like a simple fix, right? It sounds very easy, but actually there's a lot of forms. There's a lot of analysis that needs to be done, um, you know, because of the tax laws. I mean, there's over 74,000 pages in the IRS tax code. So in order to figure that out, I mean, it, it takes taking us a lot of years and we've invested a lot into software, um, also research and development to be able to really determine that for clients. What can business owners then do differently with their current accountants that would help them pay less taxes besides what you just mentioned? So I think the, the biggest problem man, that most business owners do is that they just wait until March to file their income tax return. And they don't realize that their tax preparer, really all they're doing is just you know, filing the forms, which is compliance, which is necessary for you to be compliant with the law. But what most accountants are not doing is helping them plan. You know, Are they meeting with their CPA or their accountant throughout the year? Are they having that proactive discussion about what they can do to help lower their tax liability? You know, sometimes uh, you could be properly in the, in the correct entity when you first started your business, but maybe three, four years from now, your business has grown. You're not making the same amount of income. You've probably uh, increased into a, into a higher bracket. Well, if that's the case, are you, is your accountant reevaluating your entity to see if that's still the correct structure? So that proactive approach from your accountant is very important if you want to save money on taxes. 
So when would you recommend you actually have this conversation with your accountant? Would it be like before the beginning of the year or right at the beginning of the year? What's your recommendation? Definitely before the uh, end of the year. I usually recommend quarterly meeting. That's usually the best. But if you're only going to have one meeting, it's the best time to do it would probably be around October or so, because that gives the accountant about two months to be able to implement any strategies, because many of the times you cannot retroactively, for example, create an entity for you. So let's say you're operating as a sole proprietor. We can't go back in time and create an entity, but we can create one as of today. So if you would have met with your accountant before the end of the year, we could have probably done a couple of strategies to help you reduce your taxes. But if you're coming in March, we'll be able to help you for the future, but unfortunately not for, for the past year. I recently had a client of mine tell me that he's got to pay an exorbitant amount of money in penalties because his accountant didn't tell him about the quarterly tax penalty. Can you talk about that for a minute? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great uh, observation. And I think uh, most business owners um, you know, capital is very important, and one of the requirements that the IRS has is that you're supposed to send quarterly estimated tax payments. So the way that works is based on your Q1, your first quarter profits, you're supposed to send an estimated tax payment to the IRS before you actually file your return the following year. So essentially, if you're estimating, paying the correct amount of estimated tax payments every quarter, essentially when you file your tax return, you should break even. There shouldn't be any taxes due, and there really shouldn't be a refund if you've appropriately planned. And that's what estimated tax payments are for. And the IRS wants those tax payments ahead of time because otherwise they have to wait until the following year to receive their, their tax payment. Well, the IRS can impose underpayment penalties for not making those estimated tax payments. And what would that be? Is there a general percentage or how does that work? It really depends, and um, it depends on the balance, the amounts that is owed. You know, that, that, that's a big factor. Um, underpayment penalties, on average, I've seen them be somewhere between 2 and 4%. But when most penalties are actually extreme is usually when you don't pay the balance in full by the April 15th deadline for individuals um, or March 15th for most businesses. Uh, when you actually pay your tax, even if you file an extension, if you pay the tax after those dates, you will have much higher penalties, which can be as north as 25%. And we're talking 25% of revenue? No, 25% of your tax balance owed. Okay, 25% of the tax balance owed. Gotcha. Okay, Correct. great. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure we're clear here. Yeah, no, um, if it was uh, a revenue, that'd be a much was, higher amount probably. I was going to say, wow, that's going to be a big number. <laughs> exactly. No, it's, it's, uh, and that's why it's important to, to plan accordingly so that way you essentially, you know, don't have any penalties and not just not only having uh, no penalties, but also, you know, really having the lowest balance due possible, you know, all according to the law, of course. Okay. So if we did get behind on our taxes, what would you recommend we do? So I would recommend that um, if someone's behind on their taxes, that they schedule a meeting with a CPA like myself. Uh, the first thing we'll do is find out how many past due tax returns, um, how many years of tax returns are we going to have to file? And then do we have the necessary documents to file? Do you still have your, for example, if you're a business owner, do you have 
your financial statements, your profit and loss. If we don't, then we can help solve that by providing accounting services. Um, if you're not a business owner, do you have your W-2s? Do you have your 1099s? If you don't have those, then we can pull IRS transcripts that will essentially have that information for us to file. So meeting with the CPA will be the first step because we can gather whatever documents or we can create the documents uh, if, it's if it's financial statements uh, in order to file the returns. And what would a typical CPA charge to do that? Is it hourly or is it kind of by project or how does that work? So CPAs, um, you know, there really depends on their experience is what I've seen. Uh, there's some CPAs, just like anything, you know, um, you could hire a handyman for a very low cost or you could hire a specialist for a much higher fee. So um, it really depends. Uh, the prices can start, you know, I've seen them, you know, as cheap as, you know, a couple hundred bucks, but I've also seen them, you know, a couple thousand dollars for, for a return. So, and it also depends on the size of your business. But I always say, Ann, that a CPA, if you have the right one, actually doesn't cost you any money. As a matter of fact, the right accountant uh, will actually provide money to you in return because not only will they pay for themselves, but they'll also uh, have extra amount of tax savings you didn't have before that really you benefited from the relationship. Yeah, I totally like that idea. I'm on board with that for sure. <laughs> Especially in the beginning, we were just talking about, you know, changing basically, you know, they're the wrong entity or, you know, there might need to be an LLC or something like that. And that right there could just pay exactly. for your services, right? Exactly. And we will we'll actually do an analysis to see how exactly how much money uh, we can save the business owner. And our fees are usually, you know, a fraction of what we can save them. And then if Let's say that, okay, we need to pay some taxes. And what would be some options for us if we can't afford to pay, like when they're due? So there's, um, that's a great question. And there's really three options that a business owner has or an individual has that if they can't afford to pay their balance due when their tax returns filed. Um, there's obviously still going to be penalties and interest assessed because they're still due by the tax deadline. But the three options, number one, would be to see if they can do an offering compromise. This is where uh, you can basically settle the, the entire tax debt for a usually just a couple hundred dollars, sometimes, you know, a couple thousand. But it's going to be for a very low amount compared to the full balance due. That's an offering compromise. The second option is currently non-collectible. This is where, depending on the individual, if they're not bringing enough income, they're just barely bringing enough income to pay for their living expenses. Well, the IRS is not going to make you homeless, so they'll put you under a CNC, which is currently non-collectible. And the third option is an installment agreement, which is a payment plan with the IRS. And the, the good thing that the services that we provide, Anne, is that we can actually negotiate the payment plan with the IRS, and that'll also depend on your living expenses. So, And the nice thing about installment agreements is there's a 10-year statute of limitation, which means that if you're not able to pay the balance in full within 10 years, but you do have a agreed payment plan installment agreement with the IRS, after 10 years, whatever balance is left over actually will be written off by the IRS. Oh, that's super interesting. There's always, obviously, tax laws are changing. 
and you guys always have to be on top of those things. Are there any new tax laws that we should be aware of that would you know, help us or we should at least know about to prevent us from doing something not very smart? Yeah, I mean, the tax laws 100% are always changing, and I think it's very dependent on you know who's in Congress and uh, who's the administration. So we did have a change in, in administration uh, just this last year, but they haven't really passed any tax laws uh, even though we went from a Republican president to a Democratic president, they haven't been able to make any tax changes that will significantly impact an individual. There was minor changes like an increase in the child tax credit from $2,000 to $3,600 if the child's under the age of six or $3,000 if they're over the age of six, where it used to be just a flat 2000 per dependent. So that did increase a little bit. Um, and they also did the advance. Uh, of the child tax credit. Um, so basically you got 50% before you had a file. So those were some minor changes, but for the most part, it's the same tax laws, at least from last year. Uh, but anytime there's a new, a new administration, there, there can be changes coming. Is there anything else that you think is important for us to know, whether it's around tax time or even in the middle of the year or at any time? Um, that's a great question. And I think that you know, most business owners, when I, when I speak to them, they're usually just busy running their, their businesses. They're focused on, you know, making that next sale or, you know, satisfying that client. And taxes are usually the last thing that comes to their mind. And they usually don't even think about it until March. And then that's when they're, they're usually hit with a surprise tax bill or they realize they don't have their ducks in a row. They don't probably have their financial statements the way they should be. So I would always recommend, you know, have a strong relationship with your with your CPA. If you don't have one, we'd be glad to offer a free consultation to your listeners. And but I think having that good relationship with an accountant who's going to help you, you know, avoid any problems with the IRS, make sure you have your financial statements on a monthly basis, make sure your tax returns are filed timely. And that's just going to give you peace of mind. You're going to be able to sleep good at night, you know, knowing that your your accountant's taking care of all of this. Yeah, I mean, definitely, if you have a tax surprise, you know you have the wrong CPA. Yes, 100%. Okay, I was going to say, wouldn't you agree on that? Because there should not ever be any tax surprises. <laughs> yes, I 100% I agree, and I think if you have the right accountant, um, you kind of know uh, he'll be, you know, there's going to be a good communication. They're going to let you know uh, what those quarterly estimates say. These are your balances that are your projected pay, and not only that, We'll recommend a couple of strategies like, hey, you might consider purchasing a vehicle before the end of the year. You might consider uh, shifting some of this income to a different entity that might pay a lower tax bracket. Those conversations proactively before the year make a world of a difference and will allow you to keep more money in your pocket. And can you talk a little bit about also the CPA really directing you as it relates to a SEP IRA? Yeah, so SEP IRAs um, are basically a retirement account that an individual or a business owner can contribute to to help basically lower their tax liability while at the same time putting you know money into a retirement account that can be invested into uh, really in stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, whatever you like. But from a tax perspective, a CPA can let you know how much you can contribute and how much of that contribution, um, how much tax savings will that contribution make. For example, you might want to put in there might be a cap depending on your income, how much you can contribute, but maybe 
in one particular example, could be $10,000. And then that $10,000 contribution, which goes towards your retirement, provides a tax savings, let's say, of $3,000. Knowing that, knowing those numbers are really important because then it makes it really easy to know, okay, yes, I want to make this contribution or no, I do not. Excellent. Now, I think you have a special tax assessment that people can take, right? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Thanks for bringing it up, Anne. So we, we offer a free tax assessment for any business owner that basically wants to see if we can help them save money in tax. We'll do basically a, uh, a review of their business to see, one, if they're operating under the correct entity, two, if they're taking advantage of retirement accounts like the SEP IRA that you mentioned, uh, making sure that they're also taking advantage of every deduction that's available, every tax credit that's available, are they properly shifting income to the proper entities so that way they pay taxes at a lower bracket. All of that, we'll do that for free, and then we'll provide you with an estimated tax savings. Let's say it's $15,000, for example. Well, we can offer you a tax plan where we can recommend those strategies on how to implement you know, the strategies necessary for you to save that $15,000. And our fee um, you know, is going to be much less than that amount, um, so that way it makes sense for the business owner as well. Well, that's super generous uh, for all that that you're doing a free tax assessment to really help us. I think that's extremely generous. Yeah, I think it's our way of, you know, just providing value to to the business owner. And we also like to earn their business. And I think that if we can help save them money, it really makes it, you know, as long as they see the value and what we, uh, the service that we can provide, then we'd be glad to have them as a client. Cool. Anything else that you think is important for us to know? So if any business owner wants that free tax assessment and they can actually go to help.sandovaltax.com and that's my last name is spelled S-A-N-D-O-V-A-L. So again, that's help.sandovaltax.com. If you visit that page, uh, you'll be basically redirected to a 15 minute, 15 minute discovery call and we'll see, we'll get the process started with that free tax assessment. Awesome. Love it, Joel. <laughs> Thanks again for, for joining us. I really do appreciate your very valuable time and all the insight that you provided us. And definitely, everybody, please take advantage of the free tax assessment. It can only be a benefit to you. And that's help.sandovaltax.com. Thanks again, Joel. Yes, thank you so much, Anne. It's been a pleasure. Well, my hope for our time together with Joel is that you got value and an idea or two that will help you be even more successful. Feel free to share my podcast with others as it can be found on most podcast platforms and in most English speaking countries, as well as on accountabilitycoach.com. And if you'd like to get a short daily fix from me, subscribe to the Accountability Minute, which can also be found on most podcast platforms and in most English speaking countries. And if you'd like more from me, subscribe to my proven business success resources and tips blog by going to accountabilitycoach.com forward slash blog. And always remember to aim for what you want each and every day. Until next time, make it a great day today and every day. I appreciate you listening.